Good morning and welcome to episode 27, the big 27. Jesus. Everything you need to know about selling your Vancouver condo. So we've briefly touched on this sort of thing in the past. Uh, the market right now and the climate in Vancouver in, my, in many of the uh, segments of the market is a, uh, a cooling one. So basically, when you're thinking of selling a condo, first kind of line of defense, you need to have a reason why. Are you having a family? Are you getting transferred with your job? Do you already have a family and there's just not enough space or you can finally afford to make the move or the market uh, that you're wanting to get in has has, uh, lost a bit of velocity so you may have more of a chance to get in now. The second half there, obviously leaning on more market-specific things, but the first uh, line of defense and the importance, in my opinion, is uh, having the fundamental reason of why, because this is a can be a very stressful process, it can be a very expensive process, and a very time-consuming process, so you obviously need to have that very strong why uh, before anything. Second to that, uh, you may want to look at the market and where you are uh, in relation to uh, specifically when you bought, um, if you bought last, last year, uh, you may be in a close to break even position, depending what you bought and where you bought, of course, uh, after all expenses. And if you bought 10 years ago, obviously by the way of, uh, equity accumulation that you've got, uh, you've got the luxury of probably having a bit more flexibility, uh, in, in kind of numbers, uh, and what you're wanting to get into. Keep in mind, if you're buying and selling in the same market, your money is worth the same. So if you're a seller and you feel that it's not so much of a seller's market anymore and you, uh, you're getting offers or you've gotten an offer or a couple and they all seem to be in the same range and it's not the range you want to be, keep in mind, uh, buyers at this point, unless something is priced very sharply and with precision, uh, buyers at this point do, for the most part, in most markets have a leg up. So keeping in mind that, yes, you are a seller now, but you can take advantage of that leverage as a buyer tomorrow once you get out of, uh, of your current place. And really, uh, I always suggest kind of making long-term decisions based on this sort of thing for exactly that stress, cost, and time uh, involved in doing this. But obviously, everyone's going to do what they're going to do for their own reasons. Uh, we always just suggest uh, speaking to your realtor who will be expertly positioned to advise you on the market side of things uh, when it comes to making the final decision if it's worth uh, selling right now, if it's the right time to sell or not. So selling a condo versus selling a house. The main differences other than the fundamental obvious differences is uh, a house You own the house, you own the garage, you own the drain tile, you own the lot. So you own everything. And if you chose not to repair but patch that leaking roof, then you know that. Uh, If your garage is infested with ants and you got it uh, fumigated six years ago, then you know that. So you have perspective on everything on the lot, hopefully, uh, especially the longer you've lived there, of course. Uh, and what you own there, be it the garage and the house and the, if there's a laneway or, or whatever. Um, on the strata side, you've got your square footage uh, in the building, which you probably have a pretty good idea about everything to do with it. But in addition to that, you're selling your small percentage of the entire package, which is the entire 
address that your unit is in. So your piece of the whole building, the land it sits on, of course, land ownership, there's different types, but we'll just assume freehold strata right now, uh, your percentage of the common areas, and so on and so forth, and all the costs that are applicable to those. So when you're selling a house, it's a lot more straightforward because you know exactly what you're selling. This is what I own, this is it, this is the condition, done. When you're selling a strata or a condo, you're, I mean, that can obviously be a townhouse and a stratified development as well. You are selling the immediate square footage that you live in, plus your responsibility over the certain percentage of everything else. So when it comes to that, there's obviously to some degree a question mark and there's strata minutes and all that sort of stuff we can look into to try and grasp the reality, uh, as much reality as we can about what's happening in the strata. But that's kind of where the subjective point is. Your unit may look amazing, but you could be getting constant complaints from the five units around you for noise. And there's a leak in the roof that the strata refuses to pay to fix. Obviously looking at this worst case scenario to make an easy point. Um, so just because your unit is great doesn't mean the rest of it is going to be as, we'll call it sellable, uh, as the square footage that you're actually living in. So it's a lot more subjective, which I could have said at the start to uh, cut that whole last minute out. So what does a realtor, uh, what will a realtor do when you're, when they're selling strata specifically. Uh, in my opinion, a good realtor is going to, in advance, which is common practice these days, order all the strata documents, common practice for the most part. Uh, this last week actually has said otherwise, but that's fine. Um, order the strata documents for, uh, in advance. So once the listing goes up, they have the strata documents, two years of minutes, any engineer's reports, uh, the form B, uh, any depreciation reports, anything like that, and they have read them, not, not reading them to avoid any sort of putting their foot in their mouth-isms or anything like that, or not being able to answer, so blah, blah, blah. Um, a good agent, in my opinion, will get them in advance, read them all in advance so they can field questions on the property and the building as best they can once they finally come to assist in obviously the clarification that buyers are looking for and the peace of mind that they're looking for before they go and spend hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. So uh, in a strata side of things, that is my opinion of a good agent, a very proactive agent on the house side of things, even though that's not what this is focused on now, uh, which isn't done commonly would be to get a building inspection report, house inspection report done before you list the property. And people will probably go and get their own anyway uh, if they have their favorite inspectors or whatever. But to have that inspection report done up front, you can then have your beautiful feature sheet on the table and say, this is the details of the house. And this is the inspection report if you physically want to look at it. And if you don't, I can email it to you. Uh, one of the reputable ones that did it um, they obviously don't care if the house sells or not because the inspection company gets paid either way to do their report. So that, again, is peace of mind for that the seller is going to give that buyer or their hopeful buyers uh, on the property for clarification purposes. Um, how to pick the right realtor to sell your Vancouver condo. As usual, I'm reading off of the blog features at mckinnismarketing.com slash news. So you can go in a bit more detail there. Uh, how to pick the right realtor when selling your Vancouver condo. <sighs> Trust, number one, 
if it's a warm referral or anything like that, someone specializing in your building, someone that's sold in your building before, someone that's sold uh, on your block before, in your neighborhood before, someone that's sold strata before and commonly, uh, all these sorts of things that are kind of obvious prerequisites to picking a professional. Uh, you don't want to hire the dentist to do your filling that just tightens braces for a living sort of thing. That's probably a horrible example, but you get what I mean. Uh, everyone has a real estate license who's a realtor. That's fine, but that in no way clarifies them to be as good as everyone else. It's really the experience that they hold. This is probably all common sense, but anyway. Um, so someone that is familiar with what you actually have, uh, that can speak to it, speak to any potential issues that are going on, because plenty of stratus have issues going on, and that's normal too. Uh, but can they speak to them, what they've seen outcomes of similar things before, so on and so forth. Um, but someone that can basically, that you trust, that has the knowledge to actually achieve you the best price possible and best terms possible for your home. That is about it. So basically, at the end of the day, no matter where the market is, the most important thing is why you're selling. The second most important thing is once you've made that decision, who you're using to sell your home, the realtor, of course, uh, which one, why doesn't make the most sense. And also other things like do you agree with the realtor's marketing? If, you're, if you work at the Vancouver Sun and you think it's the greatest uh, way to market ever, does your agent advertise in the Vancouver Sun? That sort of thing. Um, so someone, obviously, that you align with on all those levels is, is key, but obviously the, the product knowledge and the trust is, is number one. Anyway, 10.04. I'm cutting it there. Thank you. This was everything you need to know about selling your Vancouver condo. We'll go into the details about selling your Vancouver house probably next week. Uh, if you have any other questions, 604-771-4606, j at mckinnismarketing.com. And thank you for listening today. Goodbye now.